Kia ora whanau and welcome to another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy with Costas Enterprises. I am your host, Alex Costas, and as the title suggests, I am have to apologise for being a bit MIA, uh, missing in action. Um, unfortunately, something has sort of recently happened, which uh, has happened in my sort of circle and it has meant that I needed to sort of take a couple of weeks um, just to be me um, as it brought up a whole lot of feelings and I had to sort of cope and deal with those feelings. I've also not been feeling fantastic and been feeling a little sick. Um, so I thought I'd just, you know, explain what I've been doing during this time. Um, try to get over what I was dealing as well um and I've as you guys know do that by talking to you guys so what basically has happened is there has been a death in uh, even though it's technically not my family it kind of is my family um now the person Uh, whose family it is, um, is like family to me. And because of that, it got me thinking a lot about the loss of my dad. Um, And I kind of wanted to touch on basically what I did wrong when I was younger and dealing with guilt. Or rather... In my case, not really dealing with guilt. So, at the moment, we're in the month of November, um, which is when, you know, men shave for men's health. And part of that is also men's mental health. So, I've talked previously about men's mental health and how important it is. This episode is going to be more focused on kind of what not to do when you're dealing with guilt um, and this is sort of a introspective look of what I did when I was younger um, and what I would suggest people don't do um, so that they don't become you know worse as time goes on despite them thinking what they need to do um, is exactly what I was doing so before we get into that let's go through all the the fun things um as always if you want to contact me you can on my email uh doncostas at gmail.com that's d-o-n for nike c-o-s-t-a-s at gmail.com um you can also find me at the kiwi don both on instagram and on twitter um you can also check out my website for costasenterprises.business.com uh, dot blog so now that that's all of the way um i do appreciate your guys feedback when you do give me feedback so anything is really really appreciative um i want to welcome all the new listeners from uh places like apple podcasts um and uh wherever you are in the world i hope that you are having a better day than me um and you are actually enjoying yourself and you know being safe as well because of course with the time that we're in uh it's always good to be in a safe sort of space so what not to deal with 
So for those that have not listened to my previous podcast when I talk about, you know, my past and my grief and all that sort of stuff, um, I will give you a quick rundown of what has happened to me um, in my previous, um, before I sort of started changing. Um, And within three years, we had a fire. I lost my grandmother and then I lost my father. All at a very young age, um, from the ages of 16 to 18, basically. And because of things that go on in my life, my um, mother at the time still couldn't cope and still really can't cope with grief or death or anything in that respect. Um, And she has, you know, some mental issues. Um, so it meant that I had to sort of step into my father's role of the man of the house effectively and you know what one of the things I did um, which I now see was really stupid and really bad um, was to sort of push all my feelings to the side not address them not look at them not deal with them they're in the past it's happened I can't do anything and try to push through now, at the time, it sounded like a really smart thing to do. Um, you know, I was, I'd started university, I was in the middle of my sort of first semester, <clears throat> and, you know, I was, I was not in a good space mentally because of it. This couldn't have been worse for me. Um, I like to think of myself as quite mentally strong um, when it comes to those sorts of things. Um, I unfortunately had been been through a lot of death um, in my life and there was a lot of grief around me growing up. Um, for example, I lost all of my grandparents up until my last grandparent, you know, very early on. Some I didn't even know, My two, two of my grandparents I didn't even know. Um, I had aunties and nunnas and, you know, friends of the family all pass away because um, they were all very old. Um, so I, I was used to grief, but when it's your own parent, like I'm assuming it is, if it's your partner or it's a child, it is very hard to deal with. You can't just simply put it aside. Um... So Alex's first rule is if you ever have to go through that type of grief or any grief at all, attack it head on. Um, Take the time. Take the time you need to grieve. There will be people around you that will be supportive of you and help you. Don't do what I do and I push them away. I didn't want to talk about my feelings. I told everyone, everything, everyone, everyone I told, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, that was because I was deluding myself. I was not fine. And <clears throat> to the point where in my previous podcast when I said I was 20 years old on um, earlier this year, uh, which was 20 years since my dad passed away, I still thought I was, you know, fine. Now, as you guys know, I've talked about previously about having a psychotherapist that I dealt with and saw for about 
you know, 12 to 18 months. And she was fantastic at helping me open up, helping me recognize feelings. Um, we didn't go, you know, lie on the couch and talk about your mother or your father or that sort of stuff. Like We did some of that stuff, but not so much about the grief stuff. That stuff I had to discover on myself. Um, and unfortunately, the only thing that I discovered was I handled it wrong. Um, so yeah, my first sort of advice, bit of advice, tackle it head on. Um, take the time you need. If you need to sit in a room in the dark crying, you know what? Sit in the room in the dark crying. Um, I haven't told many people this. And I kind of don't want to share it at the moment, but I will. I cried exactly three times. I cried the day it happened. I cried the day of the funeral. And I cried about six weeks later. Now, I've told the story about the six weeks later. Um, I was at a party. I. It was my first social gathering um, after coming back from sort of obscurity um, and I was talking to this girl we were drinking and she was like oh you know I said oh look I've just lost my father and she goes how long ago I said oh, about six weeks she's like why are you not a wreck and I sort of thought about it and I was like I, I don't know I'm I'm not a wreck because I'm not a wreck. And I thought I was okay. And then... As I was looking up in the sky, because we were outside, I saw the stars. And then I just realized that I never actually properly grieved my father. I never took the time I needed. And rather than doing what I should have done which was then take the time after that to deal with my emotions I went right back to okay what am I going to do no I can't feel this way I'm not supposed to feel this way and that was absolute bullshit because rule number two you are allowed to feel that way you are allowed to feel despair you are allowed to feel guilt you are allowed to feel remorse and you're allowed to feel loss. Because all of those emotions that, that pop up, all of those things that you think about, trust me, they're all connected to loss. They're all connected to the way that you feel. And I know this is going to be a very sad and probably quite a, you know, somber episode, but I can't put like a light touch on the stuff like... To this day, I still miss my dad. I still regret the things that I did. Um, I don't feel like I honoured him the way I should have, given he was my father. And, you know, I mean, yes, he lost his temper at times, and, you know, he wasn't the perfect father. But to me, he was still my father. He was he was my whanau. Um, I loved him. I still love him. Just like my mother. I, you know, love my mother, and I love my father, and... I love my auntie and my uncle, even though they've gone, and I've lost, I love my 
grandparents, even though they've gone. But I felt guilt for never actually taking the time I needed to process. Because that's all it is. It's processing your, your those emotions. It's taking your, your step back and go, you know what? This is what happened. And look, that's hard. I'm, I'm, this this whole episode is this is not easy stuff. This is not, hey, look, jump back on the wagon. It's going to be fine. No, it takes time. Um, everyone says, everyone always uses the phrase "time heals." Time heals. No, time does not heal. Um, time makes it easier, but it never heals because when you step back and you think how do you heal by losing a person that you love by losing a a member of your family that you can't see anymore that doesn't heal so anybody that says time heals they don't know what they're saying or they haven't lost the right person but what they can say is it gets easier because it does it does it takes a long time to get easier and for me, I'm sort of going through these emotions again. And a lot of them are, you know, directly related to how I dealt with my father, how I dealt with my pain and my grief. And now me looking back on the man I was versus the man I am now, I've grown so much emotionally and it is very very hard to control my emotions like I used to Um, and by control emotions I mean push everything aside don't really dwell on it don't really think about it and hope it goes away well (laughs) rule number three guess what doesn't go away those feelings that you're going to have, those feelings that you've got, you never get you never get rid of them. They're always there because they're always associated to the person that you lost. They're always there because that person was part of your life. But that's why I say it does get easier. Another problem everyone thinks is and and I never told this to the person that their person passed away until they mentioned the exact same thing that I thought. When my dad passed away, I spent hours looking at photographs so I would never forget his face. Never forget the little things that we used to do. Like before we went to bed, you know, when I was a kid, I would go and kiss the top of his forehead. Say, good night, Papa. Up until, you know, when I was a kid, up until the age I was 16, 17. It was like my way of saying, I love you, without saying, I love you. Like his was the same sort of thing. And... It's funny, but 
for the first couple of weeks afterwards, I looked at photos after photos because I felt so guilty that I would forget what he looks like. I would forget his smell. I would forget his his demeanour. I would forget everything. And I didn't. I still haven't. But no one ever tells you that others feel the same way you do. Others think the same way you do. And when you're dealing with grief, you know what? That is one of the things you think. You think, oh my God, I'm going to lose this person forever. I've lost this person forever. You haven't lost them. They are with you. They are in your memories. While at the time you may not be thinking about that. Trust me. You will remember them. And it'll be for the best. Especially if the person that you you love that's gone or has been in pain. Trust me, they're going to a better place. Now you might find you will do what I did and you will turn a lot more to your spirituality. You will turn a lot more to your faith. You know what, that's okay. We all need something that we can believe in. We all need something that's going to help us get through. And that's all it is. That's all it is. Now, for those that, that, you know, don't believe in God or don't believe in the afterlife, or if you do believe in the afterlife and you don't like the, the theory of other people that don't believe in that stuff, look, that's on them. That's on you. You do what you need to to help you get through, to help you see the other side of the tunnel and by that tunnel I'm talking about the tunnel that's going to help you go from the dark that you're feeling now back to when you can feel the light on your face when you can feel the sun when you walk out of that tunnel and when you do get out of that tunnel and you do feel that sun that heat that you're feeling that's them that's them watching over you. Now I'm not saying in heaven they're up in heaven and they're watching you because you may not believe about that. You may believe something completely different. But just know that when you're initially going through grief, you automatically think this person's gone. I'm never seeing them again. This person's done. I'm 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 going to be lost without them. They are with you. Whether they be in your heart, whether they be beside you, whether you see their aura, whether you feel their presence, whether it's just in your your memory. They may be they may be physically dead, but they're never dead. They're always inside you. And while at the moment you might be thinking they're gone. You can't think of anything. You can only think of the bad times or you can only think of the sad times. Trust me. In time, you will remember the better times. You will remember the good times. And there are times when people 
will, if you haven't previously lost someone, maybe you've got all your grandparents, you've got all your brothers, all your sisters, or maybe you're an only child, you've got both your parents. I want you to do one thing. Tell them that you love them. Because the other biggest regret is you will always feel like you haven't said it enough. Especially if you get into the routine of not saying it. I make it a point now every day to tell my partner, my mother, I love them and mean it. When I see my friends, my close friends, love you, bro. Like, you can say it nonchalantly, but they will know that you mean it. We're in a society now where, you know, you can say things like that. You can say, I love you to your male friends and your male, to your girlfriends and your girl, and it not mean anything. So you know what? If that person's your brother, if that person's your sister, and you love them, and by brother and sister I'm meaning like, you know, you my brother, you my bro, same thing. Or they are your actual brother or your actual sister. Like, tell them. Tell each and every single person that means something to you. That they mean something to you. That you love them. I make a choice to always tell my mum, even if I'm on a phone call and I get 15 calls from her a day, every time, I say, okay, love you. Because you never know what the last words you might say are. And those were the last words that I said to my dad. Love you. Because I was going to see him in the afternoon. And the regret isn't that I said, love you. The regret is that I didn't say it enough. With my dad, he was very much a man's man. He didn't want to say things like, I love you, or anything like that. I, I can literally count on both hands the amount of times that he would say it to me. But he did it with his actions. And I could tell that. You know, for, for a man that grew up very old fashioned I knew what he meant when he did the things that he did and looking back now as an older person and realising just with actions as well and knowing what I know about body language, knowing what I know about the way he was and tone and stuff, I couldn't see it then, not properly but I do now So, yeah, the last thing I want to get get through to you guys is don't be afraid to say I love you to the people that you actually still love. Because otherwise you will have a massive regret if you didn't say it. And the last thing you hear, or the last thing you had was an argument. My mother has this saying, never go to bed with an argument. And it's sort of a very old-fashioned thinking but it's true 
if you're in a in a fight or you're in an argument with your partner or with a family member or a friend take some time cool off make up be the bigger man or woman go you know what I understand you're angry I don't want us to go to bed angry because that will stew and that will fester and it will get worse and worse and then something will happen might be one year might be five years down the line you guys don't talk and then something happens maybe to you maybe to them and you never remembered to say I'm sorry or I love you so take the time now if you're in the car listening to this hit pause hit stop give that person a call go hey I really really you know what I know we haven't spoken in a little while how are you what's going on yeah I know I know we had an argument I just want to say I'm sorry I see what you were saying be the bigger person end your arguments build your friendships build your relationships I go you know what I missed you I love you make that person feel special and trust me you will feel special because when you lose someone you start to cherish those things and I tell my friends all the time that have their parents like, tell them you love them and you get kind of oh ha ha sort of a scoffy idea like oh I don't have to say that it's like no no do it because once they're gone you can't say it again another thing that you'll realise and this will be the last thing that I sort of talk about is you'll start to have an affinity with people that have lost someone and it's not saying you've got it's not saying anything like you know you've got fake friendships fake relationships with people that haven't had loss so they don't know what they they've never had to deal with it they've never had to go through what you've gone through or are going through so be mindful to that but when you lose someone people that have lost someone as well and know how you're feeling they become rocks And if you've gone through this, be a rock for someone else that needs it. It can be as simple as a, hey, let's have a coffee. You want to talk? You know what? Most times they'll say, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. They're like, no. Look, I lost someone. I know how it is. If you want to talk, I'm here. That's all. That's all you need to do. Offer that hand. 
Now I will try to be regular, try to get back to my weekly podcast. I am not looking for any emails of sympathy or support or anything. I will be fine. I know I will be. Um, I'm just trying to be supportive for the person that needs my support. But I wanted to get these feelings out there so that if you have lost someone that's close or you haven't, you may not realize these are the sorts of thoughts, these are the sorts of feelings that you get. And if you follow what I've talked about, hopefully you'll deal with it better than I did. Because if you don't, trust me, the regret is real. And it's not something you can simply let go. It's something that takes years and years of counselling to start to break. So I'll sign off now. As always, thank you for being my whanau. Thank you for being my sounding board. And always, always, I love you and good luck.